Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. here we are again. So glad to be with each and every one of you. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, and thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority Broadcast. I am excited again about this season. Listen, y'all, we're closing out 2019, another decade, and going into another, another decade in just a few weeks. I think this is a great time to give God thanks for what he has done. I appreciate each and every one of you over the past year and who've been with me even longer than that for joining the Kingdom Authority broadcast. God has been great. God has been good. Under the umbrella of Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated, we're seeing God doing some mighty things in his kingdom, the kingdom of God. And I'm telling you, the kingdom of heaven is moving forward. We're pushing forward through these broadcasts and through the many different efforts that we all have. So I am extremely thankful and grateful to all of your support for the Kingdom Authority broadcast over the last year. I want to make sure that we emphasize on tonight that God's grace and love are the true gifts for Thanksgiving. Grace and love are the true gifts for Thanksgiving. And I want to go into some teaching tonight about this time and this season of life. So let's pray. And then I'm going to give a few scriptures. So I'll give you some time to go get your pen and paper or notepad or iPad or notes in your smartphone, whatever you would like to do, because we want to take notes so that we can advance this kingdom of God. I am um, um, happy about the fact that we have the opportunity to give thanks each and every day. But in this season, let me just extend something unto you that God has demonstrated to me. And so I'm going to give you some time for that, but let's pray first. Father, In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for grace. Thank you for being grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for being mercy. Thank you for love. Thank you for being love. Oh God, we acknowledge who you are. You are our God. You are our God. And 
let me tell you, God, I am extremely grateful to you and for you. I'm extremely grateful to the fact that you chose me for this time, Lord. I thank you for using such a small gift to the kingdom of God and advancing it to different parts of the world. You are mighty. You are awesome. You are strength and you are my savior. You're the reason why I do this, Lord. And because of you, God, I'm able to extend this to other people. And so, God, as as small as I am, I thank you for making things great. Lord, the little gifts that I have, they're not the best, but Father, you make them great in the kingdom of God. And I thank you. And so, Lord, I thank you for each and every listener. I thank you, oh God, that you continue to keep us to continue to love us. You continue to shower your blessings upon us. You continue to be who you are to us, Father. And you're so many things. And so this day, we say yes to your will. We say hallelujah. Thank you, oh God, that we're able to operate in our territory with authority. And we pray right now that these words are blessed for you. For you, you have all glory, honor, dominion, and power. And God, thank you for ears that are listening. I pray, God, that we're able to join together to extend what you have given us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, I hope you are operating in your territory with authority. This is the time. This is the season. There's no better day. There's no better year. There's no better month than to take authority in your territory using the gifts of God. And I'm going to talk about two of those gifts. So I want to give you, since you've gotten your 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 note-taking devices, whatever that may be, I want to give you um, a few scriptures to start off with because I'm going to be going through quite a few scriptures. Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the 14th through 15th verse. 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, 14th through 15th verse. And Psalms 75, 1, I'm just going to throw this one out here near the beginning just to, just to set this off. Psalm 75, 1, 2 Corinthians 9, 14 to 15, you should have that. Psalm 75, the first verse only. And then we're going to um, just mention a little bit, but these will help you in today's teaching. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Ephesians, the second chapter, the eighth through the ninth verse. I'll say it again. Ephesians, the second chapter, eighth through the ninth verse. Romans, third chapter, 24th verse. Romans, third chapter, 24th verse. And I want you to know I'm here to encourage and equip us tonight. Encourage and equip us tonight. So once again, Ephesians, the second chapter, eighth through the ninth verse. Romans 3, 24. Romans 6, 14. Romans, the sixth chapter, the 14th verse, Romans, the sixth chapter and the 14th verse. Then we have Romans, the 11th chapter and sixth verse, Romans, the 11th chapter and sixth verse, Romans 11, six, first Corinthians, 15th chapter, 10th verse, first Corinthians, the 15th chapter and the 10th verse. So that's first Corinthians 15 and 10. I'll repeat a few of those again. Romans 3.24, Romans 6.14, Romans 11.6, 1 Corinthians 15.10, and then 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter and the 9th verse. 
2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter and the 9th verse. I will, we're going to talk about the grace and love, the true gifts for Thanksgiving. So I'm, I realize that during this time of year, many people open their hearts, purchasing gifts for family members, for friends, for co-workers and et cetera. You know, um, this is that time of year where we're looking for um, and that perfect gift or, or really a lot of times, honestly, we're just any gift to satisfy the obligation of giving because that's what we say we should be doing. And many people get stressed out during this time of year, um, go into deeper debt or go into debt. <clears throat> and by the time they come out of it, then we're back in the season of buying, purchasing and debt again because we feel obligated. And so I want to relieve some of that pressure today. I do want you to pass this along because so many people are under the pressure of this season. And I realize that that um, we don't truly understand this season. And in, in even some of those who do, then we feel pressure to do according to what the world is saying, according to what some of our friends and family are saying. And it's hard to stand out from others because of what society and our culture has trained us to do. <clears throat> How many of you know that Society and our culture and sometimes our teachings um, are not in line with the will of God, are not in line with what God has said for us, because what is in line for what God says for us will bring us joy and will bring us no debt. Hear me on this. No debt and <clears throat> will cause us to live a free life, a free life, a life that is that you're not indebted to things, only to God. And he, Jesus has already paid the price for that. Isn't that wonderful? And so I want to relieve some of that stress again. I feel impressed upon this almost every year to help those who go into a mental depression during this year because they don't have anything to give, which is a trick of the enemy. Every one of us have something to give. Um, it just depends on us realigning our thoughts, our mindset. And we talked about this the last two weeks with Pastor Leah Britton of shifting our mindset to kingdom mindset. And so in line with that, she set it up um, the last two weeks for this particular this season that I'm, I'm stressing always love and grace. And, um, you know, the enemy wants us to believe that this is not um, the way to go, but it, it most certainly is. And I want to I want to teach you some things that are practically sound and are historically sound um, for, for the most part, and um, definitely spiritually sound. So I, I want you to understand: there's nothing wrong with giving. If God has blessed you with it, then you can give. I just don't think that those who can give should pressure those and feel like um, better than someone who cannot give the same of the same magnitude 
and of the same what we would think is quality, which is not always the case. And so <clears throat> I want to help us on this so that we can have the right motives and intentions and the right heart as 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 we as we go into this season. What's so interesting about this time is that I see so many things that are that are that are decorated um so many places that are decorated and people are looking for joy they're looking for for um happiness they're looking for um se to celebrate and I, I i i i i dare to say that they're looking in the wrong places and so as a result of that we we do these things to help others you know, have the joy, festivities, and nothing wrong with festivities. I want you to understand. But hear this. It's it has to be done with the right motive, intention, and heart aligned with God, which causes us no sorrow later on. And so people go out and and they're purchasing all these things and 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 they want bright lights and so forth, but yet they're dark inside. I'm telling you from experience. And so I want each of us to know that God has already placed his spirit in us of giving. It's already there. So I understand why we do it and we do it, you know, because it's there in us. It's just important for us to tap into his spirit to ensure that our heart is aligned with his, with him. And so I want to go into this because the most common story of the beginning of Thanksgiving for North America um, it really is aligned with God's desire for how we should give thanks. It's really interesting because Thanksgiving is the expression of thanks, especially to God. It is the act of giving thanks. It's grateful acknowledgement of benefits or favors, especially to God. So it, it is not just people. It is not just God. It is especially to God because he gave us people in order to give to, but it is an expression. It's an act of giving thanks or um, showing grateful. Acknowledgement is something that people are aware of. And so when we say that we're grateful in our heart, that's not, that's not sound gratefulness. Let me tell you why. Because gratefulness is meant to be acknowledged. It's meant to be somehow open to either the person or people. And so when we say, I'm thankful in my heart and I'm grateful inside, how will anyone else get the benefit of that thankfulness and gratefulness? And so one of the definitions of thanksgiving is a public celebration in acknowledgement of divine favor or kindness. We're thinking that thanksgiving has to do with one another. Oh, but it's, 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 it's foundation is in a public celebration in acknowledgement of divine favor or kindness, not just for things. Hear me on this. It is not about the material things so much as it is about what favor we have 
grace and love and kindness and mercy. And such is the season. The pilgrims that were on a voyage and they ended up landing in Plymouth. And we know this now as Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Most of us know this. And they, they had endured some trying very trying times one winter, and half of them, the pilgrims that came over on a voyage that just so happened to land in Plymouth, <laughs> which is now Cape Cod, Massachusetts, that's not what their destination was. That Their destination was where God said they needed to be. I, I want you to understand that. So many things happen a lot by accident. God is intentional, though. So it's not by accident to him, but it's intentional for him. But by us, it's an accident because it wasn't what we're, where we really wanted to go. And so in this season, we want to do something, but God ends up having to shift us back to his death his destination. And so um, he's given us this wonderful time. So let's get back to this. And so one winter... Um, after the pilgrims settled in, in, in this area, they um, settled in an area, first of all, that was um, that was already had residents, the Native Americans, uh, <laughs> Native Americans had. And, and this tribe was really the Wampanoag, the Wampanoag Native Americans. Uh, so they were there already. And there's a winter that hit that half of these pilgrims that came over, they died. So a, a Native American um, by the name of Squanto, who was sold into slavery earlier into Spain, he was recently freed from slavery and spiritual slavery. I want you to hear that from physical slavery and spiritual slavery. And he came back to his land. His, his people were already gone of his tribe. So he landed and began to um, take residence with the um, Wampanoag Native Americans. And and during this time, there 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 became such a storm that that um, he was able to come with these pilgrims and extend grace and mercy through God through Jesus because he had been introduced to Jesus Christ in Spain. Listen to this: God in his his infinite grace and mercy allowed this Native American and the pilgrims' paths to cross. It's by accident to us, but it's by intention by God. And, and Squanto taught them the ways to survive by growing corn, by catching fish, and 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 and, and the likes. And so he he helped them so that they can have their own crops. They didn't understand this. So this yielded a great harvest for the pilgrims, and they joined in with the, the tribe, the Native American tribe, to celebrate what God had done for them. They were, they, these people were saved by grace and mercy, came over to this land. God showed them through another person who was saved by mercy. He got it through slavery. Hear me on this. But he was freed, not only physically, but in his mind and in spiritually. And they came together and now they wanted to celebrate God for what he had done for them. Because this was beyond their expectation. And so they gave a celebration that was beyond the norm. They gave a three-day celebration, a three-day thanksgiving unto God. They thank God for three days, y'all, with, with um, many different things. They ate, they had festivities, they had games, 
They they were doing things together and they did it all. It didn't matter who it was. They did it all together. And so these tri this tribe and these pilgrims from different places came together to give God thanks because God had graced them to make it to a new land and now to survive a season that wiped others out. He had graced them with new friends and made their land now plenteous. God had extended his grace once again. And, and, and so let's segue into tonight's scripture, 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the 14th and 15th verse. And by Paul says, and by their prayer for you who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. For the exceeding grace of God in you, to verse 15, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. This gift, we have so many of us have tried to um, define what grace and love is. It is absolutely indescribable because when you experience the grace of God, it is it is mind boggling. Our 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 our. <laughs> our Minds cannot conceive the infallible, eternal grace of God. And so Paul talks about this in 2 Corinthians 9 chapter. And Paul talks about God's grace so much that he says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Let's talk about grace and that not of yourselves. It's not something we could ever do. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Let's go to Romans 3.24. Being justified freely. <laughs> We're justified freely by his grace through the redemption of that is in Christ Jesus. It's never us. It's always him. Romans 6, 14. Paul talks about his grace and, and he talks about his grace, his favor. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are now not under law, but under grace. Why should we be thankful? For we, sin has no dominion over us, for we're not under law but we are under grace. Romans eleven six, And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work I, it, it is, is no longer work. Listen, 1 Corinthians 15, 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. This is Paul. And his grace toward me was not in vain. It's not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. It's not about us. Second Corinthians, the 12th chapter, ninth verse. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. You have to understand what Paul was going through. So read Second Corinthians 12, read 11, Second Corinthians 11th chapter and the 12th chapter. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Who's speaking? God said, for my strength is made perfect in weakness, his grace. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We're talking about God's grace. So God has generously extended his grace, his unmerited favor. He's extended favor we didn't deserve. Hallelujah.
So what is grace? Let, let's go a little bit deeper. The Greek word for grace is charis, meaning kindness. It's charis, meaning kindness, as a gift or blessing brought to many by Jesus Christ. A gift or blessing brought to many by Jesus Christ. It's his favor. It's gratitude and thanks. It is goodwill. The definition in the Greek, goodwill, favor, gratitude, thanks. Goodwill, favor, gratitude, and thanks. Goodwill, favor, gratitude, and thanks given to us, blessed by Jesus Christ. Isn't that great? And then love. The Greek word, many of us call it agape. It is a, a hopping, which is where we also get agape in English. But it is affection, fondness, liking, and dearness. It is also where we get charity. These words are where we get charity because charity, we know, translates into love. These grace and love go together. It, but is Paul really saying that God extended charity? He is indeed saying that. God indeed created charity. Therefore, he extended to us charity, also known as love, because he is just that. God is just that. Paul is saying God is grace and love. And he is not only um, he, he is not only it, but he has extended it to us. Isn't this awesome? So when something is extended, it is often given. I mean, some some of us stretch out our hands and we never give anyone anything. But in this case, um, extension, I'm talking about when we actually give something to someone, which means it's it's for us to have. When someone gives us something, it's for us to have normally. They want us to take it, even if it's for a period of time. But it's not only that, it's for us to utilize and, and utilize this grace and love, this mercy, and to show our thanksgiving for it. Thanksgiving for it. But listen, in this case, we don't own it. It's ours, but we don't own it. Because we're not the owner of grace and mercy. God, Jesus Christ, is the owner of it. We have it as a gift unto us to utilize. Isn't this powerful? We have it as a gift to utilize. You see, God demonstrated it so that we could learn of the demonstration. He extended it to us to have it so that we could extend it. To, so he demonstrated this us, for us, for us to understand the demonstration, to learn from the demonstration. It's a demonstration for us to learn how to do something and then to apply it, to copy it and to work it. I said a demonstration is for us to learn how to do something and then apply it, copy it and then work it. Oh, my goodness. It works when we when we we demonstrate it with someone else it works when we demonstrate it with someone else what good is demonstrating listen what good is demonstrating something to someone who already knows it they already know it so 
we're reteaching because some of us are probably hard headed and we have to be retaught it. However, we already know it. The problem is the transition and, 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 and from knowing, learning and applying. Well, let me let me ask this. What is the great benefit of it with if if you know it? And you never apply it. How does that benefit you? How does that benefit anyone? But the benefit here is when we extend this invitation to someone who needs it. See, we needed grace and love and mercy. We absolutely needed it because we were to die in our sin. But God in his infinite love through Jesus Christ extended his hand to give us mercy and grace, taught us how to do it, how to receive it. Then he says, oh yeah, by the way, I need you to extend it to someone else because you needed it. Now I need to utilize you, what I have given you to extend to someone else because they absolutely need it. And this is what this year is about, people of God. The pilgrims needed Squanto. Let me go back to the story. The pilgrims needed Squanto to, 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 to demonstrate something to them that they never knew. The skill of growing corn, utilizing fertilizer, hunting deer was, was, was never extended to them before because you have to understand where they were previously, they came from hard labor and they were taught and they were taught a way of freedom and they left that place. When they left that place, they needed God's grace. So they needed the grace that God was extending through Squanto. <laughs> Y'all listen, they needed this love because they just experienced half of them dying. There were 102 people and half of them died. 51 of them died. I don't know the exact number that says half. Half, about half of them died. And, and, and so a love and measure of grace they hadn't experienced before came from someone who was taken from his land, came, learned about Jesus Christ, came back to his land, found out nobody was living from his tribe, joined another tribe. He then turned to these pilgrims, helped them out, and, and God extended his grace. And as a result, God blessed this extension and the pilgrims gave the proper response. The proper response was thanksgiving. But not just thanksgiving unto God, but sharing with their fellow neighbor in thanking God. What a privilege we have. What a privilege we have. It's not just in the Black Friday and the Cyber Monday sales, but it's about extending grace and love to our neighbor who may be in need. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is, it could be our family members. Our neighbor could be someone we don't even know next to us, that's in the house next to us, across the street from us. Who is our neighbor? It's someone that's in need, even on the street. It's that stranger who is in need. Who is our neighbor? Our neighbor is even our frenemies and enemies. That's our neighbor. Who is our neighbor? That person that's in need, that needs grace and love. It's about charity, y'all. It's about helping someone who is in need of grace and love. It's about charity, y'all. It's about helping someone who is in need of grace and love. Most of us have it. Now we just need to share it. 
It's called charity. It, 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 it's not for a tax write-off or to feel good about ourselves, but it's extending God to others. Isn't that wonderful? We have a day in North America that we have set aside for Thanksgiving. The focus is to remember what God has done. Yes, he has given us health, family, friends, and jobs. He has allowed us to have wealth, education, houses, and cars, and just a lot of stuff. Yes, he has blessed us with many things. He has also gifted us with these things to give to others. It's, it's so amazing. He has extended his grace and love for us to extend to others. And this is what Thanksgiving is all about. My pastor says it's about people. It's about people. It's about people. First, we do according to Psalm 75, 1. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your wondrous works. Declare that your name is near. And since his name is near, we call on Jesus. Jesus, being the example for us, says, okay, okay, I'm here. I'm near. You're giving thanks to me. Now, can you share me with somebody else? We are to give thanks in all things and extend this love to people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for your grace and your love. These are the true gifts of thanksgiving and we thank you for it. We are indebted to you for your gratefulness. And so we give it through our thanksgiving, through our praise, unto you. We saturate this season with your love and your grace, Lord, that we shall extend to others over and over and over again. Lord, we love you. We know that you came for us. And so since you came for us, we will extend to others, Lord, your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I hope that this has blessed you. Um, we want to do what's necessary for this season. I guarantee you, if you change your mindset about this season, you'll also change, <laughs> you'll also change your bank account. You'll change your, your, your heart. You, you won't feel like you won't feel the same. You won't feel like you have to do the things that the world says. You, you'll feel different. Now, everybody's not going to come on board with this. Everyone's not going to like you for this. It's a, it's, a, it's a paradigm shift in thinking. It's not what we're accustomed to, what we were raised in, what our culture, what our culture says we should do because our culture has shifted over the years, but it's definitely how God set it up. And I'm not condemning, I'm helping. Hear me, I'm not condemning, I'm helping. Because the word, we have to make sure that the word of God, because I did this for years, that, that we line up with the word of God. And once we do that, and we can line up in many different things, but we some for some reason, when there's a lot of pressure against us, a pressure at us, pressure, you know, extended to us, we, we struggle with changing who we are in these seasons. And so I just want to help push to bring light to where all we're doing is going back to what God says. Thanksgiving really didn't start with the pilgrims. It started 
when God gave. Listen, it started when God gave. And he gave us this earth. That's that's when it started for us. Really, it started before then because the angels have always been praising and thanking God. And so the, 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 when, when, we, when we change how we do things, how we see things, we, when we know to do better, I'm teaching. You, now, now, guess what? This falls on you to, to seek God to what he needs you to do. It's called charity. It's called love. Grace and mercy and love. Grace, Kairos. Love, a happy, agape in English, goodwill towards men. I challenge you this season to give unto others what God has given to you, which is grace, love, and mercy, which also includes forgiveness, you all. And so on this night, I want to thank you for joining the Kingdom Authority broadcast. I'm indebted to you all for your for your grace and love and support towards me. I want you to follow me on my Facebook Dancia Jones Morris. There's some things that are coming up and I want you to be a part of that. There are some things that God has is changed me to do. I heard you. Many of you want me to do some, some different things um, and extend this a little further. I hear you. And so I'm doing that. I'm going to need your support as well. So continue to follow me on Dancia Jones Morris at Dancia Jones Morris on Facebook. And then I, I, I admonish you to look on there and and begin to give and to sow into this ministry. I'll talk about that a little bit more coming up on 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 the next week's broadcast. I want you to sow into this ministry. Yes, I'm asking because if we never ask, then people don't know the need. This is going out to many throughout the world, and so we want to be able to extend more things unto people. I love you. I thank God for you. Thank y'all for traveling through this journey and this season with me. I pray that you are able to exercise the gift of God's grace and love and operate with authority in your territory. I am Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. God bless you. Have a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.